Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. This Wednesday, we are not having a mini episode. We're having a little bit of an extra long one. This is a release from one of the episodes we do over on Patreon. So over on Patreon, we've got uh, extra bonus episodes every Friday, and sometimes we do little mini bonus episodes in between, obviously. We had to emergency record one about the Taylor Swift-Joe Alwyn breakup. I did that with Cam from what I will say Saturday night. We just hopped right on. We've also got fun book clubs that we do over there. I mean, it's just, it's, what can I say? It's a great place to hang out. But I wanted to re-release this one that I did with Kelly Williams from Beyond the Blinds. And we're talking all about the Vampire Diaries. It's just an episode of mine that's always been a favorite. I love riffing with Kelly. And uh, just wanted to treat everybody who may not be a part of the Patreon to some of the content over there. So enjoy this bonus episode. And without further ado, let's get right on into it. <laughs> All right. Welcome the lovely Kelly Williams to an episode of the Patreon. How's it going, girl? Good. I'm so excited. Thank you for asking me to be on this. Thank you for coming on. Um, especially because I think I'm going to need a little bit of help with this episode. So as literally everyone can see from the title why do podcasters feel like they need to set it up <laughs> I it's do like the same thing. what do you think I use braille to like find this episode and like now I'm trying to figure out what it is like it's very clearly we're talking about the vampire diaries I'm so excited you know the CW is like your jam my jam so before we get into everything I think we should talk a little bit about our opinions of the show and our experience with the vampire diaries I tried to watch it and by that, I mean the show was so fucking dark. <laughs> I would watch the show on my laptop with like a tent over my head and the brightness turned all the way up and I would still be like, I can only see half of Damon and Elena's cheekbone. You know what I mean? Why was it so dark? Do you remember First of that? all, it's Elena. Sorry, Elena. Okay, just to just to clarify. I know, I know it's not. Which, by the way, it should be Damien, but instead they're like Damon. Yeah. I'm like, never met a Damon in my life, but <laughs> if you say he exists in this show, then he does. It's Damon. Yeah. So I actually got into it because my dad watched it, which is very weird. Like, I remember I came downstairs, and this was just as I moved in with my dad because I lived with my mom for for my life, my whole life. Um, and I was like, what are you watching? He's like, Vampire Diaries. I'm like, this is so dumb. And then I sat down. I was like, oh, I'm very into this show. <laughs> Yes. And I think I started right at the end of season one. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So you know what? I think I mostly just watched season one and I kind of heard of everything that happened. So we'll just do a little recap for anyone who hasn't, you know, watched it in a while, but I'm sure everybody kind of knows it. So yeah, it was a show on the CW. It premiered on uh, 2009 and it ended in 2017. So it had over 171 episodes. Did you know that it was based off of a book? I did know that. Yeah, I remember reading some weird stuff online where like, and we'll get into this when we talk about Kat Graham, who played Bonnie and, mm -hmm. you know, some of the alleged, but what I think was real, you know, racism. Mm -hmm. She hasn't come out and fully said that she experienced that on the show, but she's kind of alluded to it. Yeah. And there were some weird things, too, where like, I think in the TV show, they said that Stefan, which by the way, it should be Stefan and Damien, but it's Stefan and Damon. <laughs> like, okay. They had slaves i think like in you know since they're however hundreds years old back yeah. in the day they had slaves and people are like that didn't exist in the books so like why would you write that in but yeah they were books oh mm -hmm. okay yeah did you ever read them god no 
Kelly's like, I watch CW yeah. and Laguna Beach. I don't read. <laughs> What's reading? Um, but yeah, I find it's interesting because obviously Twilight started out as books, turned into the movies. And did you ever read or watch Vampire Academy? I did not. So back in my fan fiction writing days, which I don't know if they're over yet. I was going to say, isn't that like what you do on your free time anyway? <laughs> I kind of want to bring it back because it's been like a decade since I wrote fan fiction. And I'm like, I think I'd be really good at it now because I could actually give a fuck about it. You right. know? Um, I support you on that journey. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Vampire Academy was also a book first and then it turned into I think a bad movie. I've never seen it. And then I think it's being turned recently into a new TV series. I saw that in like a Cosmo magazine or something. I trust you. Trust me. (laughs) Trust me and read my fan fiction (laughs) and give this podcast five stars. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, it was on the CW and it was huge. So the pilot episode had the largest audience of the CW of any series ever at that time. Um, and obviously the, you know, a lot of people's choice awards came out of it. A lot of teen choice awards came out of it. And Nina Dobrev played Elena. Elena. She is an orphan. Elena? Yeah. Oh, I thought, I'm like, yes, Elena. I thought you meant Nina Dobrev for a second. I was like, I didn't know that. (laughs) Yes, she is. She is an orphan. She's being raised by her aunt Jenna. And she's got, this is from what I remember from the show. She's got this like annoying brother jeremy who ends up being like not as annoying later but i'm pretty sure when i was watching he was kind of annoying yeah it's really weird with jeremy because like spoiler alert they're gonna be spoilers guys yeah, i mean this show is like a decade old, i know so. but still i like to just put it out there because yeah. people get mad but like he gets like killed and brought back to life and when he's brought back to life he's like not a dick anymore oh he's like a little different yeah know? yeah <laughs> okay interesting from what I remember in season one, she falls in love with Stefan. Yes. Who's this hot guy who actually turns out to be like an ancient vampire. Can I just say, Paul Wesley or Justin Bieber looks so much like Paul Wesley, it freaks me out. You think? I guess they did have a similar haircut at one point. If you put them side by side, mm-hmm. it looks like Justin would be Paul's little brother. <gasps> Interesting. It's wild. Well, I have to ask, and I know you're gay, but you know... <laughs> You still get to have an opinion. Yes. <laughs> Were you a Stefan girl or a Damon girl? I was definitely a Stefan girl. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, Damon just annoyed the shit out of me. I thought he was the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I say that of Damon, not Ian Summerhalder, because we'll get into mm-hmm. him and his whole situation. But why were you a Stefan? Were you like, oh, he's like the good guy? I've always been like that. You like the good guys. I do. I guess the OC, I liked Ryan, but Ryan wasn't bad. He was just like misunderstood for a little bit. Okay. Um. Yeah, I've always just like rooted for the good guy. And Damon was very funny, mm-hmm. but I liked him when he wasn't in love with Elena. Mm-hmm. I liked him when he was just kind of like being, I guess just being mean. Just being Miley. <laughs> when he was just being Miley. Um. But yeah, I, I was definitely more of a Stefan. And I liked Matt and everyone hated Matt. Matt, Matt was like the only human by the end of the series. Oh, okay. I don't know if I made it that far into That's the okay. show. Um, <laughs> I do, obviously. I watched enough of the show or clips from the show to know that Elena exists. And then Nina Dobrev plays a second character, her evil twin, Catherine, who's also a vampire, hot as shit. My favorite 
Catherine and um, Caroline were my favorites of like the whole show. Oh, okay. Now Caroline was kind of annoying in season one. Yeah, so she was, but then like she grows on you so much and like matures when she becomes a vampire. And okay, do you know the clip that's going around TikTok when it's like burn, burn it? it. <laughs> that's from her. Yes, and it's one of the saddest scenes. Did I stutter? Yeah. Wait, wh- why is she burning it? So her, she turns her. <laughs> I sound like such a fucking. Nerd. We literally sound like Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> nerd on the full moon when she decided to put her so, cloak on. Um, she became a vampire in season end of season one, beginning of season two. Who bit her? Damon. <gasps> Slut. <laughs> <laughs> and um. She her mom ends up dying and she turns her (laughs) and she turns her humanity off. So her mom wrote her a letter like being like, Caroline, I love, you know, Mm -hmm. and instead of ever reading it, she had Stefan burn it. So that's that scene. And then when she her humanity like gets turned back on or whatever, she loses it because she burned the last letter from her mom instead of reading it. Why did Damon burn it? Um, So Stefan burned it. That's okay. And I think it's because she was like, burn it, burn it. And then I think she burned it. Interesting. Because he wouldn't. Huh. Okay. And then someone else who burns things, we have Bonnie. We have Bonnie. The witch. If anyone treated me the way they treated Bonnie, I would not be friends with those people. (laughs) Yeah, I just remember throughout the show, and granted, I didn't even watch all of it, but it was just like, Bonnie was there. They never really finished her storylines. Anything that was a problem was like always wrapped up in like a scene that you didn't get to see. They were just like, oh, and it was fixed, you know, Um, justice for Bonnie. I also maybe it's because I think witches are a little bit cooler than vampires. But I'm like, I feel like we didn't really get to explore everything. Yeah. In later seasons, you do. But I feel like every time Bonnie has to like use her powers, Mm -hmm. it's just her saving everybody else. And they're like, she might die, but. If she dies, she dies. But at least she saved Damon or Elena or whoever. But 100%. Like, the way yeah. they treated Bonnie was just like, she dies, she dies. It's like Selena Gomez and the kidney. They're like, well, <laughs> I need it. Right? <laughs> She's got one. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see what's what. Okay. So that's basically a little bit about the show. I think we summed it up pretty nicely. You got to find out a little. How did it end, by the way? So it ends. This was the biggest spoiler in the world. <gasps> If I ever need to cry, I watch the last, like, 20 minutes of the Vampire Diaries finale. Ooh. It's gorgeous finale. But um, Stefan sacrifices himself and dies. For Elena? For Elena and Damon. Because Damon takes the cure that makes him human, and Elena does too, I think. So they end up, like, dying together. Oh. And whew, the last quote is, like, the promise of a long life is at the end of the day you get to see everyone again and it's like them i'm getting chills talking about it i know i'm starting a little bit emotional so it shows like damon and elena passed at the same time or they see each other again and they're walking up to elena's old house and like aunt jenna comes out and her parents come out and her uncle john comes out so it's everyone in the show who's passed away well, can I just say it sucks you die and you have to go back to the same old house <laughs> and be like, um. But the last words of the whole show are it's Stefan opening the door and Damon going, hello, brother. Oh. Because they both died. So they got to see each other again. Oh. Yeah. I like something about brotherly love, I think, is like so sweet. So a little behind the scenes of when Elena comes back. She didn't want to come back because of Ian, allegedly. 
Well, okay, so we should mention that I think the show was what eight season or nine seasons or something, and she. Sorry, Nina Dobrev left after the sixth season. Yes. 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 Um, and one thing about CW shows is everyone dates each other, yeah. which I find so interesting. Um, Nina and Ian dated. Candace Acola, who plays Caroline, hooked up with Jeremy, Stephen R. McQueen in real life, and then dated Matt Rorig, who played – Zach Rorig, I'm sorry, who played Matt. Mm. So that's how many couples there? Three? And then um, – and then Klaus met his wife on set of Vampire Diaries. Mm. And then Tori DeVito and Paul were married. They ended up getting divorced. And then Paul started dating Phoebe Tonkin, who came on the show later. So, yeah. like, one thing about CW shows, like, they all just, like, date each other. Yeah. And it's, like, encouraged by the network. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. I mean, that happened with Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl, One Tree Hill, Riverdale, all of them. Yeah. Gilmore Girls, too. Yeah. They must be putting something in that in those trailers, a little bit of fumes or something. And the craziest thing, people are like, Kelly, we listened to the CW episode. Don't worry. But anyway, writers will write in things that are happening in real life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going to talk? Okay. Oh, no. No, keep going. Oh, oh. Yeah. I just think it's so insane that like Gossip Girl, for example, or I know One Tree Hill better. It's like Brooke and Lucas were supposed to be Endgame, but because Chad Michael Murray cheated on Sophia Bush... He had to break them up, but Mark Schwann, who's a fucking monster, made sure to write in that Lucas cheated on Brooke just to be like, remember, Sophia, this is this is what really happened. Which, by the way, makes sense because she acted her heart out in some of <laughs> those scenes. Like, I will make Shannon just watch those scenes and be like, look, look, she should have won something. <laughs> I, I just, I wanted you to fight for me. Right. And then when she's at the wedding going through all the purses, why did I give everybody matching purses? I, I am that. holding on for dear Lucas life. life. Lucas. <laughs> But I can feel you. Wait, what does she say? Pushing me away or yeah. something? Yeah, I can feel you pushing me away, but I am holding on for dear oh, life. Fucking hits me in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, okay, so that's how it ends. And lastly, were you a Stefan and Elena girly or were you a Damon and Elena? To be honest, I just kind of didn't care about Elena. Yeah, she was, she was a little bland, wasn't she? And she was always wearing long-sleeved T-shirts and jeans. Always. Like As a T-shirt and jean girly, I get it. Yeah. But I don't know. I I didn't really have any, like, ships, I guess, for that show. I really wanted – you won't know that, like, Rebecca and Matt. Rebecca became, like – she was, like, a badass original girl vampire. Okay. And I really wanted them together. But everybody else, I was just kind of like, they're all, they're all fucking – yeah, and I know Claire Holt. Who does she play? Rebecca. Rebecca. Okay. It sounds familiar because her ex-husband, I think, is now dating Alex Cooper of Call Her Daddy. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. There's a lot of people online who are like, oh, Alex Cooper is like always trying to copy Claire Holt. So I started following Claire Holt on TikTok. She, her, I would hate <laughs> if I dated someone and their ex was Claire Holt, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to survive or exist in this world because she's flawless looking. She's got these beautiful kids, but she's also actually like a cool mom without trying to be a cool mom. Like I would be like, there's, I'm so sorry. We're gonna have to break up because like I'm obsessed with your ex. I always say like Claire Holt and Candace Acola mm -hmm. were a very big part of my like lesbian awakening. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Along with Britney Snow. Along with Britney Snow and Rachel Gatina from One Tree Hill. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the OGs. Kelly can rattle them off. 
All right, so we're going to start with Nina Dobrev. You and Troy obviously did an episode. Was it Patreon or public? Public. On Nina Dobrev. Uh, I'm dying to know what your main takeaway is about her before we get into everything. You know, I feel like the main thing on your episode and what we'll be talking a little bit about is yachting, yachting, yachting. But what's your take on Nina? I think Nina Dobrev is like a really fun celebrity to watch. If you kind of know her background and even she hangs out with who Troy and I call like the pod wall boys. Mm. And that is a agent who deals with like all the CW actors. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think she's really fun. I think she's really good at social media and it makes her seem like really approachable. Yes. Whether she is or not, I don't know. But I do think she's very likable. Yes. Yeah, she's likable and not in a way – that's annoying. And right. I hate to say this because, you know, it's like anytime a woman eats pizza, everybody's like, we hate her, you know, but she, I don't know. She just seems, she seems approachable, but also in a way where like, if you don't like her, she's going to be fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. I completely, I completely agree. So she's Bulgarian, um, although she lived in Canada for a lot growing up, which makes sense because she was in Degrassi. Did you watch her in Degrassi? I did. I hated her in Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> her and... um Darcy. I loved Darcy. Yes. You're like, that makes sense for you. <laughs> because Darcy was in, did you ever watch that reboot of um, 90210? Of course I did, Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sinead Grimes is gorgeous. You I don't. think she's fine. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I think um, Annalyn McCord, who played Naomi Clark, I think. Yeah. Fucking gorgeous. Yeah. She was Absolutely also really gorgeous. funny. Yeah. Very, very funny. So, um... Yeah, so she, there's not much about her. She just kind of grew up and she went to college. She was going to major in sociology, just like me, but she did acting instead, never graduated. She was on Degrassi, obviously the star of the Vampire Diaries. And what's funny is that both her and Kat Graham, who plays Bonnie, had a small role in the movie The Roommate, that like thriller with Leighton Meester. Oh my God, okay. Did you watch that movie? Yeah. I did. (laughs) What a fun, creepy movie. It's just so funny because you see her so much as Blair. And then when you watch that movie, you're like, oh, she's like a creepy freak. It was just really funny to watch. Like, oh, Leighton Meester can act. Yes. You know. Yeah. And she can sing, too. Yeah. I wish we saw more of her. So she dated Ian Summerhalder for a little bit. Um, You know, apparently they started dating in 2010. And then they broke up in 2013. We'll talk about this more when we talk about him. But then he started dating Nikki Reed, like, very shortly after. Um, Derek Huff. What are your Derek Huff thoughts? When I watch clips on YouTube of him dancing, which I do often, because there's nothing like it's a rainy Sunday and you watch, you know, Dancing with the Stars clips and then it leads you to clips of So You Think You Can Dance. And then before you know it, I've just been watching Derek dancing for the last, like, hour. (laughs) Because I like how he choreographs them and performs. Um, (laughs) Okay. He has to be gay and fucking his sister. Yeah, they have really weird energy. It's inappropriate. There's, And I feel so weird saying this, but, like, the Property Brothers fuck each other and him and his sister fuck each other. And, like, it's not just me that thinks that. (laughs) Maybe I've been watching, like, way too much Game of Thrones. Way too much. Wait, you don't think this about the Property Brothers? I guess I don't think about them. Oh. I'll need to, like, look into them more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, my weird, like, Billie Eilish and Phineas. 
I don't yes. think they're fucking each other, but I think he's extremely inappropriate. I just think sometimes sister. there's some weird sexual tension between siblings, and I don't get it. As someone with siblings, I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Have you seen that Instagram account, Siblings Are Dating? Yes. I'm always like, why would you do the prom pose with your brother? I've never put my hand on my brother's lower stomach in my life maybe when I like sat on him and tickled him with nine of my cousins at an Easter in 1999 haven't done it in the new millennia like because it's weird yeah I agree but him and Julianne just like it's weird what do you think of them I mean I think they're very fucking weird now I I, take out the weird are they very I don't I don't think they're fucking (laughs) but I do think there's very weird energy between them. <laughs> I think that they've probably, and I'm so sorry if my parents are listening to this, I think that they've probably had sex in the same room, but with someone else, but they were both in the same room. Okay. And maybe like they looked at I each mean, other. I <laughs> mean, I've always thought that like whoever Julianne has been with for men, mm-hmm. her brother's actually been dating them. <gasps> well, that makes a lot of sense. That's even like her husband. Okay, so would you say that maybe using the transitive property... Yes. Julianne fucked Nina? Yeah. Let's go! That's, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a lesbian. I, like, mm-hmm. genuinely. I don't I, I was don't like, think... I'm saying that because I'm horny. <laughs> I don't think Julianne Huff is straight. Oh, for sure, no. Because her and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Some people who listen to this Patreon episode who haven't listened to, like, all of the other episodes before are going to be like, wait, what? And sometimes we just say things. We're like, well, because Julianne Huff and Taylor Swift obviously fucked Hooked each up. other. And it's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, she was rumored to be dating Liam Hemsworth. I did hear that. There's a few other people. Okay, and then obviously her and um, Sean White. Yeah, can we talk about them a little bit? I want your opinion on them as a couple. Yes. So I have a lot of opinions, and we'll get into this when we do their blind items. Oh, 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 okay. Well, no, don't don't worry about it. Um, But basically... I don't know. I think that they're weird. There's a lot of blinds and, you know, we'll read them later about them or about him cheating on her. Mm -hmm. And I remember I did a TikTok video and I think I was talking about it was during the Olympics. So I was talking about, excuse me, Sean's blind items. And I was being like, you know, they say that he cheated on Nina and everybody was like, oh, my God, no, 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 he would never. And I was like, "Mm hmm. You're being weird. Just because he's a white ginger snowboarder doesn't mean that he's not an athlete. You know what I mean? I feel like there are some sports where people are like, if you're a swimmer, you don't cheat on people. If you're a snowboarder, if you're a golfer, it's like, no, if you're a pro athlete with millions of dollars, you're probably cheating on your girlfriend. Right. No, I completely agree with you. Athletes cheat. I'm so sorry. They just do. Yeah. And you're an Olympian and I hear like, the Olympians have so much sex. And I've heard that Sean White is just such a mega dick. Did you ever watch the movie Friends with Benefits? Yeah, it's been so long. It's really good, but he makes a guest star appearance in it as someone that's been trying to date Mila Kunis for a long time. Okay. And he plays this total dick in the movie, but I've heard that that's kind of his reputation. Did you ever watch that documentary about um, basically like the second place snowboarder? No. I think his name's Kevin Pierce or something like that. But they were basically saying that Sean White is just a dick. I've heard really bad things about him. Yeah, I believe it. So what do you think about the two of them together? I don't know. At first I thought it was like a lot of PR. Mm -hmm. But now I think that they actually are into each other, but they're very good at PR. Mm. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, like they're together, but they know how to ham it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, I've seen some pictures of them frolicking together in the ocean, and I'm like, these weren't candid, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I think it's like a mutually beneficial relationship, but I don't think they're fake. Yes, and they are still together. Just last month, they were at Sarah Hyland's wedding together, Um, although, you know, in the spirit of things being PR, and when I say being PR, I mean being hammed up for the cameras Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, Us Weekly broke the news about them in April 2020. And check this out. It says, a source said at the time, quote, they're enjoying their time together and getting to know each other better. Nina really likes Sean, and they both laugh a lot together. (laughs) Okay. How obvious is it that these sources are people's publicists? Whose friend would be like, okay, let's say someone's asking you, wow, Kelly, who's Shannon dating right now? And you're like, oh, Shannon's dating this guy. She's really enjoying her time together with him. He makes her laugh, and they're focusing on getting to know each other. You'd never say that. No, never. So, like, obviously it's been hammed up and things like that. Okay, now before we get into her blind items, did <laughs> did you hear about how she um, was involved in a crime? Is it the flashing crime? Yes, the flashing. Yes. Basically, this was, like, back in the day um, – her and some friends were like flashing people on a highway overpass. But... It was the cast of Vampire Diaries. Oh, it was the other cast members. Yeah, it was her. Let me. They do put juice in that trailer. They're like, not only are you gonna hook up, but you're also all gonna go flashing together. I know. It was her, uh, Cat Graham, Candace Acola, and then I don't know the name of the actress who played Jenna. Okay. But it was those four. They got arrested. And so And they spoke out about it, and they were like, oh, no, we were just taking photos. And I think one of them, too, was, was like, my boobs aren't even that impressive, so why would I be flashing? <laughs> right, right. That's so funny. Do you believe that they flashed? Sure. Yeah, me too. I think so. Why not? Why would you take photos on an overpass if you're not going to lift your top up? That's the place where you do it. Right. And, like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited to tell you this week about Saqqara and their flexible signature nutrition program. I have been eating on this plan for the last week, and I love everything about it. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I talk about how I was vegan for three years. You know, I typically eat about 80% vegan. It just feels more aligning. It just makes me feel great when I do it. And coinciding with the fact that as creative as I like to think of myself, I, can ne- I never know what to cook. I never know how to put together something. I love looking at food online, but I can never seem to make interesting meals for myself. And Saqqara is fantastic for this. They give you meals that are ready to eat. They're delivered to your door, and they are so healthy. They're going to make you look and feel your best. They're plant-based, and they are fun. Like I, this week, have eaten a pumpkin pie parfait, a vegan burger, a sweet potato bowl with this maple syrup sauce. For breakfast, I'm having chocolate love muffins that have, like, coconut oat crumble on them. It's absolutely fantastic. So... If you want a little taste of this, haha, Sakara brings expertly designed organic nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their science-backed, ready-to-eat meals are going to deliver results that you can see and feel from weight management and eased bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. So right now, Sakara is offering Fluently Forward listeners 20% off of their first order when they go to sakara.com slash fluently or enter code fluently at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash fluently to get 20% off your first order sakara.com slash fluently all right 
Now, the majority of her blinds, I'm not going to read every single one of these here because there's probably about 95 blind items about her being a yachter. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was kind of like a majority of your episode. So I'll just read some that involve other people, which I think is interesting. This is one we talked about on the Glee episode. It says, this former Glee actress has joined forces with a former Vampire Diary star to create the ultimate television threesome package. And that's allegedly about Diana Agron and Nina Dobrev. Yeah, I've heard Diana is like one of the, I know Nina is allegedly one of like the top yacht girls in the world right now. Yes. But I think Diana is like right up there with her. Yeah, I don't know if she is recently, but I think back in the day, which by the way, that is the ultimate television threesome For package. Sure. And I, I talked about this in the Glee episode too, but it is interesting that they're they're both very attractive. But to me, they're very attractive, and this is probably a very distinctly female thing, in a very enviable way. Like, I wanted to be Nina Dobrev. I wanted to be Diana Agron. Because yeah. I wanted to be that character in high school where you just look perfect all the time without trying. For sure. Like, that was the pinnacle of what I wanted in high school. Yeah, 100%. So there was also another um, blind item about Naya Rivera from Glee basically saying that she was also yachting, um, and they reference Nina in it too, saying, Another actress I have written about here before but is tough to describe without making it blind has also been in several countries the past week. The rates are out of this world right now, and reality stars have been tripling their rates and demanding private jets. So a lot of these blind items basically say that Nina has been at the top of the yachting game for years, like you said, just years. Do you know who was number one before her? Who? Miranda Kerr. Oh, I feel like Miranda Kerr is in a different bracket, though. Like, I would say... Lindsay Lohan, Nina Dobrev, but I imagine Miranda Kerr to be like... Like Naomi Campbell. Yeah, just yeah. like some sort of upper echelon. That makes sense. Type of level, but yeah, I've heard that about Miranda. Um, okay. Here's another one. Speaking of hookups, this foreign-born, former A-list, mostly TV actress, was already yachting to make ends meet prior to all of this. Now, it is essentially her full-time job, and she sees a different guy each day. Gotta say, that's a lot of work if you're seeing a different guy each day. I know, for sure. I'll, just like a date a week is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> just small talk over drinks kind of takes it out of me. Imagine you gotta give up the cat every single night. I'd Ugh. be like, oh my God. You know, it's so interesting too with like the yachting stuff because it is not always positive, right? Mm-hmm. Yachting isn't always some glamorous thing. But if you look at, like, who the alleged yachters are, it's all, like, Netflix actresses now. Mm. It used to be, like, CW actresses. Now it's all, like, Netflix. It's very interesting, too, because whenever I talk about yachting, I don't know. There could be some instances of yachting that are really sad, right? Mm -hmm. Like, when you hear about Lindsay Lohan and things like that. But then there's some instances of yachting where it's, like, I think these people enjoy this. It's like a woman taking her power back almost. Yeah, so I just think every single case is different. But for Nina, it doesn't seem, at least the way that the blinds describe it, like it's a bad thing. Yeah. This blind says, um, this former vampire is one of the highest paid escorts in the city. Highest paid? I mean. Good for her. She could be teaching a master class. She's reached the top of her career. Right. Top of the list. Um, Okay. (laughs) Speaking of Lindsay Lohan, 
Here's a blind item. It says, this former almost A-list minus mostly movie actress turned escort who thinks she is all that because some laundering money cokehead chose to launder money through her. It's a really long way to say Lindsay Lohan. Really treated this foreign-born former A-list mostly TV actress. Let's just fill in the blanks here. Lindsay Lohan really treated Nina Dobrev poorly. When they ran into each other out of the country. And I mean, really, really treated her poorly. And it was totally uncalled for. And I feel like that's because she knows Nina's the best. Yeah, for sure. I also don't think Lindsay's like a nice person. That's something Troy and I really, like, we get along. It's not that we don't get along. We Our opinions usually line up on people. Yeah. Not with Lindsay. He thinks good things of her. Yeah, he's like, you know, she deserves more chance. I'm like, she doesn't deserve more chances. Yeah, I mean, I think she's been given chances for the last, what, like, eight years yeah. or something? Um, I mean, I, ho- I hope the best for her. But, yeah, I, I don't think she's that great of a person. Yeah. All I'm, right. I'm glad we can agree on that. Yeah. For, for sure. I don't know. I just get good vibes from Nina, too. Okay. Some of the blind items about Nina and Sean. This foreign-born former television vampire is back to yachting and going at it full-time. I guess the athlete boyfriend stopped supporting her. And I'm always so curious. Like, I want to know how much money every single person in Hollywood has. Sean White, is he loaded? Like, each time he does the Olympics, does he walk away with money? Does he not? I think you have to get sponsors in order to have money. Him being, like, the top snowboarder in the world must be huge. I don't know, does he do, like, Coke commercials and walk away with $10 million? I have no aspect. He used to. Like, when he first came out, he was always in, like, Mountain Dew commercials. Do the do. Yeah, he was the face of so many brands, so maybe he just learned how to, like, invest it correctly. Maybe. Because he was huge for a long time. It's also one of those scary things where, and I'm sure athletes feel this way, and people in Hollywood do, too, especially women, is, um, you know, if, if... you're paid for your body eventually your body starts running out right Mm -hmm. there's only so many years you can be the number one snowboarder right so I would just really be nervous about that but I guess if you've saved up enough I just think too in a very much a scarcity mindset I would be like okay I'm snowboarding but then also I am teaching myself how to code (laughs) yeah (laughs) because when this inevitably runs out I need to be able to make money for sure who knows all right Mm-mm. Another one. This former almost network A minus list actress has of late found herself yachting to keep living her lifestyle. It is how she met her current celebrity hookup who prefers that type of arrangement so it can be easily broken off if someone else comes along. So that's alleging that she met Sean White through yachting. Yeah, I would believe that. What do you think of all of the blinds saying that Meghan Markle met Prince Harry through yachting? um you know i think a lot of people like to just be like oh Meghan markle was yawning blah 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 i'm like why is nobody questioning the prince like that's how i feel about it well because i feel like everyone probably thinks that princes like pay for sex yeah that's true i guess to me like (laughs) good for Meghan markle i also picture and here's the thing i have no clue what i'm talking about but i picture it to be something where like Prince Harry met Meghan and like it wasn't like oh I'm paying Meghan Markle $200,000 to spend the weekend with her but more of like a oh everybody's on this boat and like 
you know, some of these girls are down. Yeah. And she was just there and she was like, oh, hi. But didn't she pretend not to know who Prince Harry was? She's like, yeah. hi. Uh, what, Tom? <laughs> Kevin? What is it? I know. I know. That's silly. I I don't feed into all the Meghan Markle hate, though. Well, I don't think that's hate. No, no, no. I'm just yeah. saying, like, in blind items in general. Um, yeah. I mean... I feel like people would probably be surprised to find out a lot of people have yachted, mm-hmm. including male celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember reading once about Chase Crawford. Yeah. My man. <laughs> He's so sexy. Why would he not be yachting? I know. Um, okay. This permanent A-plus-less Olympian is cheating on his significant other. It could also be that their contract ended. And this is one here. With his actress girlfriend out of the country filming, this permanent A-list X Games type athlete is busy hooking up with various other women. Yeah. I mean, you honestly, not even blind items. If you just Google Sean White cheating, there's so many stories. I honestly just feel like they need to have a different word in Hollywood for cheating. Yeah. Because everybody's doing it. (laughs) Getting a bagel. Yeah. It's just like they're just having an open relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but it's funny, too, because the few celebrities that I think have, you know, publicly said that they have an open relationship have gotten so clowned on with, you know, obviously, like, Will Smith and Jada Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, Mm -hmm. and um, I think, like, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet kind of hinted at it and things like that, and people just always clown on it, and it's like, okay, fine, well, then, like, you're getting cheated on in the tabloids if it's not open. If it works, it works. If it ain't broke, don't break it. (laughs) We have a few ones about Nina and Ian. It was like old times the other day on this hit Almost Network show because this former couple spent some time together hashing out some of the things left unsaid, and the next thing you know, there was some ex-sex going on, and the rest of the day seemed like the way it used to be on set. Do you think that Ian has ever backslid with Nina? Maybe. I don't know. I would if I was him. I know. I mean. I'm not a strong I'm like questioning it. Then I'm like, no, for sure. (laughs) I do think there is something. And, you know, we'll right after this, we will be talking about Ian very shortly. But it seems like him and Nikki Reed are a little bit of a volatile. Yeah. Couple. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Okay. This was one about (laughs) Nina Dobrev and Justin Theroux. This foreign-born A-list mostly TV actress, blah, 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 said that this A-list writer-actor, who all of you know of because of his former significant other, Jennifer Aniston, was really aggressive with his hitting on her, and she said it was like he expected every woman to just say yes to wanting to sleep with him. I've heard the most disgusting shit about Justin Theroux. So have I, and I'm so bummed because I used to really like him. Did you watch The Leftovers? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really really liked him, but now I'm just like, Justin Theroux, stay away from all of the young Hollywood. And I know, like, Nina Dobrev, I'm like, young Hollywood, she's, like, 34. (laughs) But I'm like, stay away from them all. But it's also, to me, it's funny because I think Jennifer Aniston, with everything she went through with Brad Pitt and all of that, you know, her picking someone to be with, I would imagine she'd be like, okay, the last thing I want is someone who's fucking all of Hollywood. Yeah. And then Justin Theroux turns out to be fucking all of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, Justin Theroux just seems like a skeezy dude. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, he hides behind the fact he has a dog that he loves. Yes. Disgusting. (laughs) It's probably fucking the dog, too. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Who said that? Not me. Was that you? (laughs) Kelly, that's sick. (laughs) Um, Okay, speaking of dogs, here's the thing. This blind item, I don't think 
the guesses are correct, but people were guessing Nina Dobrev and Orlando Bloom. Have you heard anything about the two of them? Oh, for sure. I think they hooked up. This former Almost Network vampire got a puppy because this foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor said it would be great if they got one together. Two days later, he was cheating on her and dumped her. I completely believe that. If you look up the two of them, like Us Weekly said they were dating. And I know you can't like trust Us Weekly. Yeah. But there were a lot of articles saying they were dating. Interesting. And Orlando Bloom's another one. I'm like, I know you're a good-looking guy. I get it. But like, what the fuck? I know. I feel like he's really riding off of Legolas. Like, yeah. what has he been in lately? And he was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, yeah, but I mean, wasn't that like a decade ago? <laughs> yeah, so was Legolas. Legolas, I was in like fifth grade. Like when the that came last out. big thing I remember him doing was being on that paddleboard nude. Yeah. I was going to say when he got punched in the face by Justin Bieber. Yeah. But even that was like eight years ago. I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Um, okay. And then the very last one for Nina, we have a kindness blind that says, this foreign-born, B-list now, mostly movie actress, after quitting her hit show, was at a party recently. She spotted a woman in the corner of the party being groped and pawed at by a guy. The woman was trying to get away, but was trapped between the man and a bar on the other side of her. Our actress ran over and pulled the woman away, and for her trouble, got the contents of a drink thrown on her by the guy. That should be a kindness blind. It is a kindness blind. Oh, well, perfect. (laughs) Because, yeah. Everything's we, right on schedule. We, we should all do that. If we see someone getting groped and trying to get away from a man, we should try and stop that. Or, like, tell the bouncer or something. Yeah, d- depending it, on how big that guy is. Because it could be is. dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Way products. Let me tell you a little bit about them. If you, like me, get a little bit embarrassed when you go get a blowout at the salon because you go, "Uh uh-oh, I'm not 110% confident in the health of my scalp, well, join me, fellow flakers, and we can talk about the new scalp care product from Way, which is going to be their anti-dandruff shampoo. It fights flakes and it soothes your scalp. Let's be honest. I'm only being vulnerable about this because every single person I talk to Everyone has issues with dandruff or at least doesn't feel like 100% confident in their scalp. So Way is going to help you to stop flaking on your plans this spring with their anti-dandruff shampoo. They also have a detox shampoo that gives your scalp and your hair a rest. It's good for oiliness, unwanted shine, flaky or dry scalp. And also they have a scalp serum. So this is going to balance and hydrate your scalp. You just put a few drops in it with either wet or dry hair. It soothes irritation, keeps your hair stronger and fuller. So the way to healthy hair this season and beyond starts here. You can go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code FLUENTLY for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and the code is FLUENTLY. All right, Ian Summerhalder. (sighs) Now you don't have a crush on him, even just physically. I mean, I'm not going to say he's, like, an ugly guy. I think he's very good-looking, but I also feel like he's very overhyped. Yes. So he is very good-looking. I had the fattest crush on him as a kid, and I find it very interesting. I think I made a TikTok about this, but him and Enrique Iglesias baffle me because they're so Mm good-looking, but they always wear those stupid fucking hats. Yeah. Why are they always wearing the hat? It must be something about their hairline going away because every time I see them, I'm like, your face is a 10 out of 10. Show it off to the world. And they are always forever wearing hats. I've never thought of that. But you know what? Maybe it's because Ian always wears that fucking fedora. 
That's probably why I'm not into it. always wearing, and Enrique Iglesias is always wearing, like, the little cap. Yeah. Like, a little newsboy cap. Me and my friends in college, we went to an Enrique Iglesias Pitbull concert. And when Enrique came out, we were like, you know how guys will be like, take your top off. We were like, take your hat off. That's so funny. (laughs) Like, we want to see your face. That is hysterical. (laughs) So, um, all right. He was born and raised in Louisiana. He started modeling when he was age 10, which I feel like anytime I hear that, I'm like, I don't know if I would let my 10-year-old model. No, I don't even at this point after reading like Jeanette McCurdy's book and just knowing what we know about child celebrities. Yeah. Like kids shouldn't even be famous anymore. Yeah. Because the people around them are so disgusting. You know that little AI, Michaela? No. (laughs) It's this Instagram robot called Michaela who pretends that she's a person and it's it's an AI cartoon it's basically like a sim who's mm-hmm. pretending to have an Instagram profile but she's gotten like brand deals before that's insane anyway but instead of like little kids modeling they should just like Michaela it you know what I yeah. mean just like I don't know something in AI so um at the age of 17 he decided to go into acting a lot of the blind items focus on his um fake activism basically mm-hmm. or his his grift essentially so he, one of his titles on wikipedia is an activist and he's done all of these activism things so one of the things he did is he launched the ian summerhalder foundation in 2010 <laughs> have you heard about this i have i'm excited for you to read it well it says which he hopes will educate people on the importance of protecting the environment and animals. And what he said on his 32nd birthday was, instead of gifts this year, my birthday wish is that we come together and raise funds to support projects that protect our habitat and nurture our furry friends. Now, as someone who did start a nonprofit, I am very confused about his mission statement. The nonprofit I started with my family is all about educating girls in Tanzania raising funds all of the funds go to the school for scholarships for um, dormitories we're rebuilding for water wells for safety uh, barometers for you know everything his mission is he hopes it will educate people on the importance of protecting the environment and animals so even my red flag just in the nonprofit world is already up you hope that it will educate people on the importance of the environment like what's your call to action what's your mission what are you doing you're hoping that you educate people people that's what the school does they're already educated you need to raise money to do something right so just from that alone um anyway and then the rest of it is like he opposes gmo foods which by the way have you ever had a shitty apple it makes you really want to get into GMO food. We have talked about this. Remember when I got the grapes and I was like, I cannot eat these. Um, yes. Every time you have like a little bit of like a saggy piece of shit grape, I'm like, I want to support GMOs 100%. Imagine if every grape was a delightful burst in I your know, mouth. I know. I <laughs> know. Anyway, um, he's done all this stuff too with like, I don't know, cows grazing, enhancing biodiversity, trying to reverse climate change, um, saying that he was making a documentary and the goal of it was him winning the Nobel Peace Prize and just like this whole mess of stuff. We're going to talk about it more in the blind items. But before you were reading blind items, did you ever hear about this stuff? Did, Did you ever donate to any of his causes? Never donated. I always just kind of felt him to be like, 
almost like an overperformer of everything. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm using like the right term or whatever, but it's like, dude, we get it. We get it. You love the fucking environment. We fucking get it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I felt. Yeah. It was just kind of like a lot about everything. Even when he's talking about vampire diaries, like Paul Wesley was kind of funny. He's like, you know, we're at 200 year old vampires, you know? Mm-hmm. And Ian's like, well, Damon goes through this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is yeah. it that deep? He's showboaty. Yeah, yeah. That, there we go. Yeah. So, um, what did you think of him? Well, here's other the... than being hot, <laughs> it kind of ends there. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought Damon was hot, and then I, I honestly didn't watch much interviews of him or things like that. I just thought that he was gorgeous. That's fair. Yeah. Because he is. He's a very good-looking guy. His personality really fucking tanks it for me, though. He's so good-looking. And I remember when people were thinking, did you ever watch the TV show Archer? No. You would love it. It's so good. It's. Do you like adult cartoons? I don't even think I like cartoons, really. Ooh. <laughs> Kelly's, like, nine years old eating cereal watching Laguna Beach. <laughs> no, literally. I'd watch – I mean, when I was little, I like like, Hey Arnold as told by Ginger. But That's I, a good one. I think because I have an older brother – He's, like, almost four years older than me. I was always trying to keep up with him. Mm. So I, I was watching, like, TRL by nine, and I was like, this is what this is my life now. Okay. Well, one day we'll do, like, an adult cartoon. We'll, like, get really high and watch some cartoons. Okay. It'll be fun. <laughs> um, but what was I going to say? Oh, people were thinking of casting him as the lead character in Archer because he does kind of look like him. Stunning. Okay, so he, um, after he dated Nina, he started dating Nikki Reed. I, she, of course, was in Twilight, but I know of her from the movie 13. Yes, my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> um, they got engaged in 2015, married in 2015, and they have a daughter. And there was a little bit of um, drama with talking about their pregnancy. Did you hear about this? No. They were on a podcast and they were talking about, um, what was it? They were talking about how they got pregnant and how they wanted to get pregnant. And Ian made a joke about like popping all of her birth control pills out. Yeah, I remember that now. And people were like, I forget the name of it, but they were like, that's like forced pregnancy or like it's a form of abuse. And Nikki Reed went off. She was like, you're the one taking away my consent by saying that this happened when if you listen to the whole podcast you would have been able to tell that like we were obviously joking and it wasn't a situation and then later on they both put out a statement that was a lot nicer and they were like to anyone who has gone through this like we think it's horrible blah 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 um and you know i think nikki reed was being a little bit dramatic but i also really get where she's coming from because when people take a sound bite as god knows has happened to you and me before when people take like a 30 second sound bite and they're like this is what happened and it's like if you just listen to the whole thing from start to finish you would know that wasn't the intention yeah yeah for sure um and and it's funny because like nobody said anything when pete davidson was like yeah i'm gonna pop all ariana grande's birth control wasn't yeah. it or was it kaya gerber well, maybe that's because, like, if they actually got pregnant and then that's he said true, that, that, that would have been a thing. But I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, people can take anything out of context, so. Also, I feel like Ian and Nikki are kind of, would you call them C-list or B-list? Um, I would probably call them B-list, but they desperately, desperately want to be A-list. Yeah. So I almost feel like that scandal happening, they were probably like, I can't believe this. But then they were probably also like, headlines. Yeah, I would probably put Nikki a little further down yeah. than Ian. Ian yeah. at least has like the name. Yes. 
and the face. And the face <laughs> what that a Shannon thing. wants to sit on. <laughs> no bad ideas in brainstorming. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into some <laughs> blind items. <laughs> There's a lot of tension in the marriage right now between this A-list mostly TV actor with the massive ego and his wife, who used to be an A-list actress, who destroys everything she touches acting-wise. Divorce has been in the air, which was then paused when the actress thought she was pregnant, and now it appears divorce is back on the table. It just feels toxic. What do you think of their relationship? I think they both just love attention. Do they love each other? I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. They're another, like, they love attention, but can't do it the way Nina can. Yeah. So it's really interesting to watch them, like, try. Yes. Like, right now, Ian is doing everything he can to promote that brother's bourbon between him and Paul Wesley. Yes. But, like, <laughs> like they've done so many events in New York, and Wait, I want to go to one. You know what we should do? Go to one? Literally, yes, we should. Yeah. But also, we should throw a party where we only serve celebrity alcohol, like 818 Brothers Bourbon, stuff like that. Yeah, that would be fun. Or like each night could be like one type. Yeah. Or something. Because like one thing about Ian, for a long time, he tried to like distance himself from Vampire Diaries. Mm. But then he's like, I can't, so I'm going to lean into it. Yeah. But I have heard he's been like super nice to all the fans at these events i do want to just put that out there yeah i've heard that too and you know he was in lost did you watch lost no so good he played boone in it there's there was another thing about there was another little incest something on that show is incest in now is it coming back shannon i don't know why you're so into this (laughs) it's just it's not me i literally watched house of the dragon last night and there was incest in it i mean i haven't thought of any of incest for a while so i don't know if it's coming back (laughs) i just I don't know. I just feel like it's. it's I get it. The royals are very in the news. I yeah, get why it's. Know. I get why it's top of mind. <laughs> the pumpkin spice latte is back, and incest is on the menu, boys. <laughs> let's go. Okay, let's get back into the blind item. Who said, Kelly? Did you say that thing about incest? Was that you? <laughs> that was kind of weird, but we'll leave it in. Oh, thanks. All right. This former A minus list actress who brings a negative energy to any set where she works, Nikki Reed, has been pushing her blowhard A minus list actor husband to find other shady ways to make money from fans. Times are tough because neither can really get work. It is definitely make or break time in their marriage, too. It would be a nasty divorce. And that references, let me just read some of the other ones after it. So, reading between the lines, this former A-list mostly television actor hates meeting his fans and only does it for the money and was diverting funds from his foundation that fans have donated to for his own personal funds. But hey, go ahead and buy his new product. And that's about the bourbon. And then there was another one saying, whenever this former A-list mostly TV actor wants you to do something for his foundation, you just know it is going straight into his pocket. Don't fall for it. I'm really skeptical of celebrity-run nonprofits. Yeah. I think it's great when celebrities give their voice and their face because when I was doing nonprofit stuff growing up, Miley Cyrus, I met her as part of the Do Something campaign. I met um, – who else did I meet? I met Kiki Palmer. I met um, that Nigel guy who was like one of the judges for America's Next Top Model. Oh, Okay. I met Princess Rainia, or sorry, Queen Rainia of Jordan. So there are certain people who give their face to events and volunteers and things. And I think that's fantastic to do if you're a celebrity. 
But I think if you're a celebrity who's like, I'm going to start my own thing, it's kind of irresponsible. And I say that as someone who did start a nonprofit at age 15. And now I'm like, there was a lot to learn along the way. Like it evolved so much. I took so many classes on it in college and stuff. Like it really is this completely new industry to get into. So whenever I see celebrities, also it's called the Ian Summerhalder Foundation. Like shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I actually agree with you. I think like just bringing awareness is better than starting your own. Yeah. And there's a lot of, I I feel like, like Emma Watson doesn't have her own nonprofit, but I feel like she's been the face of UNICEF for so long. She's helped out so many different causes. And you can do that without saying, oh, wow, it's the Emma Watson nonprofit. Yeah. I know Zac Efron did a lot for stand up for cancer Mm -hmm. in like the 2010s. Um, And he was, he was just kind of the face of it because he had a cousin who was battling cancer. And I'm sure he really cared. It's not just like... No, no, no. I, I hear what you're saying. And yeah. I love that. So, um, okay. <laughs> this is talking about Ian's reaction to Nikki Reed getting pregnant. This former television vampire shared a completely different reaction to a life event than is being shared PR-wise. The guy was not happy. Do you think they might have had a baby to try and save the marriage type of situation? Or do you think he's like a vain person who's like a baby's going to make me old and people aren't going to like sexualize me the Ooh. way they used to? Oh, do guys feel that way? I feel like it's like that's a very maybe much not. a female thing. Or maybe he maybe he's just vain and he's like that means she's going to care about the baby, not me. You hear about guys getting that way yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I hate that I have like in my head that Ian Summerhalder is just like a giant piece of shit. <laughs> but I really do. And like I do in my head, I could feel, I could see him being like, oh, now people think I'm old and I won't be able to like be <laughs> attractive to like a younger audience because I'm a dad now. Well, you know what they should do? Get the baby in on the grift and it could be, uh, baby brother's bourbon bottle and you could give bourbon to the baby in little tiny doses and then they could expand their market and make more money. Ian Summerhalder is listening to this. He's like, good idea. That's a good idea. He's like, a tip of a tip of my fedora to you for <sighs> that one. That Do you like one. fedoras? No. Okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> no, don't worry. We are totally on the same page for that one. Um, okay, this one's kind of, this one's kind of fucking weird. Cuckolded. Is the title of it. <laughs> At this point, I am wondering whether the child this married acting couple has is actually the child of this a minusless actor all of you now know of from a now defunct hit TV show. The reason I say this is that the couple is getting the reputation in town for hosting parties where the B minusless actress wife of the actor has sex with a man while her husband watches. He never participates, but he has been known to record her encounters with the men. He never shares the recordings, or at least hasn't as far as anyone knows. Some of the men have relayed that they have been very uncomfortable with the situation because it is not a very welcoming or fun environment. They felt that it was more of a situation where the wife was forced to bring someone home and she seemed hesitant during the sex. Now, do you think Fedora is a cuckold? Maybe. I read a lot of blinds like that. Me too. Like a ton. So at this point, I'm like, fucking probably. Yeah. It seems like a thing a lot of Hollywood couples do. It does, but doesn't it seem... I'm just, like, so fascinated about all this stuff. I mean, first of all, because, like, I'm a creep. (laughs) Yeah, you are. (laughs) I I grew up Irish Catholic, and I'm a creep. (laughs) Can confirm. But if you're a celebrity, and granted, you know, these aren't A-listers. Sorry, guys. Um, But, you know, bringing someone home 
do they sign an NDA? Do they like, I just, I'm so curious about something like that. Like, I don't know if you're a celebrity and you want to add a third, is that something you can do for fun for a night or do you have to plan it out in advance? Are there contracts? Are there just promises made? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if it's just like, you know, they go to clubs that gorgeous people go to and it's kind of like an unsaid thing. You know, we know some people who have slept with celebrities. That's true. I should just get like really creepy and ask them. They've never had to sign anything. Yeah. I know they haven't. Or at least like the person you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know they haven't. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Okay. Let's move some things along here. I mean, most of it is all it's it's just kind of the same again and again. It's Ian and Nikki fighting, Ian and Nikki fighting, Ian and Nikki fighting. Do your financial goals feel out of reach because they don't have to be? With Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building credit with your own money through on-time payments and small everyday purchases like groceries, streaming, and gas. Members will see an increase of 30 points to their credit scores on average. Chime reports your payments to all major credit bureaus to help you build credit over time. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. Start making your financial dreams a reality with Chime. Signing up only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash fluently. That's chime.com slash fluently. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank, not pursuant to a license from Visa USA Chime Credit Checking Account, and $200 qualifying direct deposit is required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Based on a study conducted by Experian, Credit Builder members observed an average of 30-point FICO score 8 increase after 8 months with regular on-time payments. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply, except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. So... Paul Wesley, he was born right by me in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Oh, okay. And he's very Polish. Did you know that? I did. So he's very Polish. His parents are Polish. He speaks Polish. And until he was 16, every year he would spend four months of that year in Poland. I only know that because they did like a fan event in Europe somewhere. And he spoke like Polish. How much do you love pierogies? (laughs) <laughs> you had me try them, remember? Oh, yeah. They were serving pierogies at a bar. Yeah. I love pierogies. We have kielbasa for Christmas. I do not like kielbasa. It looks like a colon. I know. I'm a, I'm Polish. Oh, me too. I'm Irish and Polish. Wait, me too. <laughs> so I've uh, whenever we'd have like a big Polish dinner, I'd be like, I will not come. Because <laughs> the kielbasa looks so gross. I mean, it tastes good when you put like sauce on it and stuff. But then it's also covered in like sauerkraut and onions. So it just smells rancid and it looks like this long pink worm. I do not fuck with kielbasa or sauerkraut <laughs> or brown bread or what The brown or... bread, yeah. But it's like it's very good for you. Is it? All that sauerkraut and I just feel like it's, <laughs> I feel like it does good stuff to you. Nice and hearty. <laughs> Put some hair on your chest. Hundred <laughs> percent. My ancestors right now cheering. Um, okay, he went to Rutgers. Yeah, baby Jersey. And then, yeah, obviously he started acting. He literally only has one blind item. Oh. Yes. 
I think he's super unproblematic. He dated, um, am I pronouncing this right? Tori DeVito? Yeah, that's his ex-wife. And she was in so many different shows. She, she was in Vampire Diaries, One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. Now she's in Chicago. Wasn't Med. she like the hot evil one in One Tree she's Hill? She's the evil nanny. And then she was also in Pretty Little Liars. Oh, I totally forgot she was in I that. think she was Spencer's sister. Yeah, she was her older sister. Yeah. And I have heard Tori DeVito. I know someone who went to school with her and they just like, do not fuck with her at all. I guess she has a little sister that's nice, but Tori was like a raging bitch. Well, can I say like she played the CNX next Tuesday so well. Yeah. So well. Like it was a second skin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and honestly, she's never going to be able to shake the nanny carry role. Yes. She was so good at that. Yeah. She was a great scary person i'm gonna watch clips of her in that role later she was really good um and now he's married to someone else okay there's only one blind item it says um and it's about you said he was dating someone named phoebe tonkin right yeah she was also an h2o she's claire holt's best friend and she was in vampire diaries as Haley. okay well allegedly she cheated on him oh, no. <laughs> this is his only blind item it says this foreign-born b-plus list mostly tv actress model blah, 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 blah. while she was with her boyfriend she started hooking up with someone named joshua jackson you don't know who that is no that's pacey from dawson's creek I, can I tell you something? That's I okay. I haven't seen Dawson's I haven't Creek. either, but I know who he is. But I do know James Van Der Beek. <laughs> um, anyway, and then they ended up splitting and things like that. So poor Paul. Phoebe Tonkin might be one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. I'm looking her up. That is sad she cheated, though. I really liked them together. And oh, my God. God. Oh, I know who this is. Wait, she was also in this really cringe show that I watched once that was like about magic. The Secret Life? Secret yes. Circle? Yes, 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 yes. Another CW show. Yes. What happened to that show? I just it got canceled. I just want the hottest people I've ever seen in my life playing supernatural people with powers and dragons and fairies and magic and sex scenes in between. And Is that too much to ask? No, Chris Zilka was in that, and he cheated on Lucy Hale with Phoebe Tonkin, allegedly. She is so and pretty. Britt Robinson, who dated Dylan O'Brien for a really long time, was in that show. Oh. God, CW is CW messy. fucks around. I was going to say doesn't fuck around, but they for sure <laughs> fuck around. Damn, damn, damn. Okay, up next, we have Kat Graham. She played Bonnie. And she's going to be the last person that we do because nobody else on this show had blind items. So I figured we'll just be doing the blindy blinds ones. Mm -hmm. Now, something interesting that I was looking up about her, she was in the Ying Yang Twins Salt Shaker music video. She was really young, right? She was in the Akon music video really young, too. Yes. And she looks, I mean, obviously so phenomenal in it, but I'm going to sound creepy saying that because allegedly she was 14. I was going to say she looks like 15 in the music video. Real, I think she looks a little bit older. I mean, she's got, she's developed. Yeah, I guess with like makeup and how they dressed her and stuff. Well, it led people to be like, was she 14 in this goddamn Ying Yang Twins music video? Or is she lying about her age? And she was like 17 in it or something. Because she says, I think, I think that she's 33 now. And people think she lied about her age. Yeah, like maybe she's actually 36 or something and she was older. Or do you think they just put a 14-year-old I think they video? just put a 14-year-old. You know, even with the Baby One More Time music video, like Britney was 15 when that was filmed, but they waited until <gasps> she was 16 because that was more age appropriate. 
Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like Hollywood's fucking disgusting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Can if I had to be in a music video at age 14, I would actually break the glass of the camera. Like I was oh, at yeah. my ugliest at age 14. Yeah, I was real rough looking. <laughs> you have no idea. Well, anyway, give the music video a watch and we're going to do some of her blind items before we wrap things up here. And have you gotten a peek at her blinds before? I have. And one thing about the racism on set. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Can I talk about that really quick? Yeah, let's talk about that first. You go and then I'll say something that happened on Twitter about that. But you go. I only know like a little bit and... IMDB Bridget on TikTok did a whole series about Vampire Diaries. Mm. So I wanted to give her a shout out. And she talked about how like the casting for Bonnie or like how they did her how they did her hair like they didn't have proper wigs for her to wear. They they didn't really care about her hair and I know at one point she wanted to show off she could sing. Mm. And they were like, "We'll write you in as like a singing part. We'll make sure Bonnie can sing." But they didn't, and instead they gave it to Candace Akola, who plays um, Caroline. Caroline, thank you. Who was like a backup singer for Miley Cyrus and had no, never wanted to be like a solo artist. Mm. But instead, instead of giving it to Cat Graham, who like really wanted it, they were like, nope. And I don't know if how people will take that, but I genuinely do think it was like, no, Cat is just going to be Bonnie. She's just going to do her witch shit. We're just going to kill her off all the time. Yes. That's how I feel. There was a compilation video that I watched of, um, you know, some of these panels at Comic-Con and some of the interviews that they would do. And I forget the lady's name, but she was like one of the writers for the show or the producer of it. Was it Julie Plack? She was some lady who had almost a little bit reddish hair, like brown. It might be her, yeah. And any time Kat said anything, she would like immediately contradict it. Um, she wouldn't even like joke about the idea of her being with Damon or anything like that. And it was just like, okay, come like, it it was very clear that she was being treated differently than the other characters on the show. And there were a lot of rumors. So I guess I can't hate on Ian too much. There's been a lot of speculation, speculation that Ian really pushed for Kat to have a bigger role on the show. Yeah, I heard that for her to get paid kind of the same, not kind of the same, like same amount and same screen time like Ian was kind of the driving force behind that allegedly uh-huh. so maybe I shouldn't hate on him too good much good for him and his fedora yeah just kidding we love him <laughs> <laughs> well this also happened too so do you remember when um, Leah Michelle was getting called out by former Glee castmates for racism towards black actresses mm-hmm. on the show wasn't there something too about like shitting in a wig yeah she allegedly told a black cast member I don't know if the person was a guest star or, like, had a minor role, but she was something about, like, I will shit in your fucking wig. Fascinating. I hate Leah Cannot, Michelle. I, I just cannot uh, think what would ever compel someone to say something. These people are unwell. And it's so crazy how people are like, okay, but she can sing. I'm like, but she's also done, like, a lot of really racist, terrible things. Yeah. So, like, how far can her singing fucking funny girl get her? I do not understand all the funny girl hype. No, me either. 
who knows? Well, it's because it was a Glee storyline, too. Yeah. So um, so after that happened, um, the Riverdale star, star Vanessa Morgan started talking about her treatment on the show and treatment of black characters. And she said that she's the least paid series regular on the show. So this started to come out. And a lot of people started being like, get Kat Graham on the phone. Like, somebody tag her in here. Like, we know that she wasn't treated well during the Vampire Diaries. And she... Um, This was in June 5th, 2020, tweeted, I appreciate the support I have received, in particular the last few days regarding the treatment that I, let's click here, that I experienced at the hands of writers, directors, executives, and members of the public. I am making a conscious decision to use this moment in time to ask all of you to channel your anger and frustration in helping end police brutality and systemic racism in America. It is incredibly unfortunate and wildly oppressive that many black actors and actresses still to this day experience tokenism, marginalization, and are written without three-dimensional development that is so freely given to their white co-stars. Which, just taking a pause there to be like 100% that happened on Victoria's Secret Vampire Diaries. It's infuriating and unacceptable. I deeply understand how important the black narrative is on film and television, as well as in music, which is why I have made the decisions that I have made in the past few years that support those narratives, and I've consciously chosen to not engage in projects or with people that don't fit within that agenda, which I think is interesting, you know, if people are like, oh, why hasn't she done XYZ after the Vampire Diaries? Because she's very talented, too. Oh, yeah. Like, Kat is super talented, so it's insane that she hasn't. Sorry, yeah. I'll let you keep No, no, no. Keep, feel free to jump in. Um, she says, I am very proud of my fans that are demanding that the industry give us equal treatment in every aspect, not just in their marketing efforts to showcase that they have diversity. Preach. Mm. I have heard your voice. I love you, and I am grateful for your support. It got me through some of the hardest and loneliest times of my life. That being said, let's focus on the issue at hand and police brutality and work through the many layers of racism that plague our society in the coming months. Black lives are on the line. Right now, I want to use my voice to raise awareness for the many men and women who desperately need their stories told. We cannot take our focus off off of this until meaningful change comes. So that was a statement that she made. Obviously, that's years after um, The Vampire Diaries. And let me read this one particular blind item that is about this. Okay. This A-minus, B-plus list actress starred on a vampire show. She says she was talked out of suing her bosses for racial discrimination and harassment because no one would hire her again, they said. The abuse she took was extensive. You gotta love, I mean, blind items really do freaking tell the story years before it actually comes out. For Um, sure. So anyway, and I completely believe that that would be, you know, someone being, oh, no, don't talk about this. You'll never be hired again. People will think that you're hard to work with, things like that. Now, the other blind items about her, have you read what those are about? Like yachting, right? Yacht, yacht, yacht. Yeah. All the way yacht. And I heard that Nina's the one who got her into it. Yes, that's what it sounds like. Um, We have a couple ones. This former Vampire Diaries actress not named Nina Dobrev was doing her best to find a monthly yachting arrangement, but ended up settling for a one-night thing, and that was at the Golden Globes. Um in 2020 which just the phrasing in that where it says she was doing her best to find a monthly yachting arrangement i'm like oh is that how it works like you're with someone for a month yeah it's a little sneak peek into how it could work or maybe once a month you fly to wherever they are oh like a once a month yeah 
That's what I was thinking. Good thinking, Kelly. Um, This former female vampire not named Nina Dobrev did a huge amount of shopping this past week while out of the country. Tens of thousands of dollars of shopping, which she can't afford. It turns out her patron used to also be a patron to the illiterate actress turned escort, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, okay. From what I understand, he has some especially dark fetishes. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, ugh. I know, but (laughs) I always think about poop and pee. I think of like, like just being very aggressive and like, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I prefer my version. Yeah. Yours is little poo poo pee pee. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's because it was his head. Have you ever watched Vice did like a documentary, like a seven minute documentary on yachting, the yacht world? No. Highly suggest everybody watch it. It's someone who worked on like a high, I, I'll call it like a high profile. I know that's probably not right. Yacht. Okay. In the middle of the Mediterranean, and the stories that he tells are just like, holy fuck. Like, what? Give us a little sneak peek. Just like he said, you know, they'd have guests over and then they had to clean the rooms after. There's poop and pee. There's like blood. Oh, oh my Jesus. Yeah, so there's like a lot. You guys should. It's really dark. (laughs) Your face right now. I just don't and it breaks my heart like if I I swear to God maybe I would change if I had a billion dollars but I think I would just eat mac and cheese and play the sims I really do so I just don't understand when these people are like great I'm rich now let me beat the shit out of a c-list actress for money you know it's just a power thing you could get a massage I know and then you could listen to ASMR for two hours like you could do anything you want with your time and your money like oh it's just sick yeah I totally agree and I mean I think it's just like this power hungry thing where these, you know, men have these tiny dicks and inflated egos okay. and hey, just it, it could be women. Oh, it also could be women. <laughs> no, I'm You're just right. kidding. There's no woman doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I do think there are women in Hollywood who abuse their power, but like Yeah. You don't hear of many like women yacht owners. <laughs> Chase Crawford. Yeah. Let me piss on you. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> for money okay we'll just do um a little bit more of um the craziest ones out here and then we'll wrap it up can we talk about mac davis by the way before we end this yeah okay yeah for sure i don't know anything about him but i will let you take the reins okay cool all right another cat grand blind item about her and Brad Pitt, it says this former Almost Network vampire is hooking up with this married former A-plus list mostly movie actor turned A-list mostly television actor. He wasn't there, but she was definitely talking about it. I believe it. I mean, Brad Pitt has allegedly also hooked up with Stephanie Pratt, mm. which I 100% believe. Yeah, I think he gets after it. Yeah. And yeah. he, I think he likes, like, C-list actresses. Interesting. Okay, this one... I. I don't know if I believe it. Let me know what you think. This former television vampire hooked up with the married host of a recent show on which she appeared, and they say that's with her and Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez has so many fucking creepy blind (laughs) items about him. I believe it. I 100% believe it. I forget. I feel like the past few episodes Troy and I have done, there's been a random Mario Lopez fucking someone or trying to. Which I find it crazy because I'm like, do you think he's got charisma? I think so. With that smile, the dimples? Maybe. And also know. people might look at him as like A.C. Slater still. Mm. And be like, I've always wanted to fuck A.C. Slater. There is something about like a funny guy. Yeah. And like your heart, a heartthrob when you, when you were younger. Yeah. 
who still like looks good. Well, I mean, I think every time I look at Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm like, if I saw this guy on Hinge, I would swipe left. Oh, yeah. We need to stop pretending Leonardo DiCaprio is still hot. (laughs) We need to stop that myth. Okay, this is a rancid one about her and Jared Leto. This B-plus list actor, who was also a B-plus list singer, came up from behind this former CW B-plus list actress who was only getting crap on camera roles and grabbed her breasts. The actress turned around and was going to let the guy have it. He then said something about a role and she gave him her phone number. How sad is that? Yeah, that's a sad one. I hate It's a that. sad one because it seems so realistic yeah. for, for Hollywood and everything. And it's like you just have to put up with the sexual harassment and abuse just to be like, Oh, I got a role. It sucks. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. Bitter. All right. So you wanted to talk about Matt Davis. Yeah. So Matt Davis is really interesting. Do you know who he is on the show? I'm Googling him he, as we speak. He played Alaric. And he was also in like Blue Crush. He was Warner in Legally Blonde. Oh, yes. So he was like, you got into this law school, but you're, yeah. you're a dumb slut. <laughs> so people fucking hate him in the Vampire Diaries fandom. And, like, he was also in whatever show Julie Pleck created as, like, a spinoff of Vamp- Legacies, I think it was called. Yes, Legacies. So he's super inappropriate. There are so many TikTok videos of him just being so inappropriate with the rest of the cast. Like, on panels and stuff, so... Like, sexually inappropriate. Yeah, so, like, Alaric is kind of Elena's, like, uncle figure. Okay. Right. In the show, you're like, no, Kelly, I didn't watch. I'm like, right? You're like, no. So he kind of- I'm just thinking about incest. (laughs) I know. This is an issue. You have to go home after this. I swear. I literally, since I watched House of the Dragon, I've been watching fan edits like all day on TikTok of it. So that's the- I swear to God, guys, this isn't like- it's just a Game of Thrones thing. We're having an intervention for you tomorrow. (laughs) Um, So yeah. So like during one of the panels, this is one of the more known ones- he was talking about Elena and someone was like, Oh Matt, would you rather her end up with Damon or Stefan? Like just a fan question, you know? Yeah. And he was like, well, I think she should try Alaric. And like, he didn't say it in a joking manner. Oh. And it was just kind of like a, like a, uh. There was someone who, when I was watching some of these clips of um, Kat Graham being treated poorly. It was probably Matt Davis. He referenced something about a threesome. Yeah. Was that him too? Yep. Okay. It and was someone I didn't recognize. Another one. And it's... by the way, Kat did not even like laugh at it. She no. was just like, Jesus the Christ. The whole cast, the way they react to him is so like, they hate him. So another thing, um, Candace Ecola's character, Caroline, ends up like literally dating most of the guys. Because she has chemistry with everyone. And then at the very end, she ends up getting, like, weirdly pregnant by Alaric's kids with Alaric's kids, but they never had sex. I don't know. It's it's a whole thing. But he was kind of like, yeah, it's too bad that we didn't have, like, a sex scene to get her pregnant. Okay, there was a blind item about Vampire Diaries involving someone else, and it was saying that some person kept asking for sex scenes to be written. Him. It was probably about Matt him. Damon, Davis, not yeah. Damon. Matt Davis for sure. And then on Legacies, um, the actress is younger, and like he keeps touching her leg during the panel. And then the, what I'll leave off with him. And this is political, but I'm not trying to make it like a political thing. Yeah, you do that. And I'm going to real quick look up some of his blind items because he sounds like a creep. Okay. Um, So he started tweeting about like Trump and Paul Wesley was like, they were going back and forth. Uh, I'm guessing, by the way, he was tweeting good things. Good things about Trump. 
And they started going back and forth like big time. And eventually they blocked each other. And one thing everyone thinks Ian Summer. That's Kelly's cat. I'll hold this for a moment. <laughs> um, a lot of people think Ian Summerhalder, it was like a big fuck you to Matt Davis because he made the bourbon with Paul Wesley mm. when in the show, Damon and Alaric always drink bourbon together. Oh, I like that. Well, there's no blind items on him. But he sounds like a fucking creep. Also, whenever someone's being horny and inappropriate on Maine. Right. Like, um, there was that, I think it was Matt Lauer before he got exposed or whatever. No, no, no. It was, an, it was a different TV actor who pinched, like, who goosed someone who was sitting next to him. And I think it was a black woman on the news. Like, all four of the anchors were sitting on oh, the couch. God. And he, like, goosed her, basically. And she was like, what are you doing? And it's like... When you're doing that on camera or during a panel where you're being interviewed, you're being creepy and gross. It's like, that's how you know that there's absolutely stuff going on behind the scenes. Because if you're being that brazen and disgusting in public where people can see, you know? Yeah. And there are, there are so many, like, TikToks about it. But mm. those are, like, the few instances that I really remember. Oh, you know our phones are listening. I'm, I'll probably get all of them tonight. Sandwiched in between the incest content. <laughs> Matt Davis. <laughs> yeah. So Matt Davis, like, again, not a lot of blind or no blind items, apparently. But if you're in, like, the fandom, you yes. know, that he's... Was there a name, by the way? Like, were they, like, the vampies? I don't know. TVDs? I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, that fandom is also really intense. So it's good. This is behind the paywall. Okay, good. And I hope I, I, hope I did this justice because I'm so sorry, guys. I really did try to get into Vampire Diaries. I don't know if it was my eyes. I couldn't see a damn thing. I mean, I just think it's so interesting with most of those CW shows, you know, they're filmed outside of big cities, so they get to get away with a lot more than, like, um, it, even the Gossip Girl cast, right? That's New York City. They didn't get away with nearly as much as One Tree Hill did in, mm. in Wilmington, North Carolina. So I think a lot of CW shows in general are more like Reddit threads, old discussion boards, instead of just blind items. Yes. God, discussion boards. Like, what a good... Bring back discussion boards. Like, get rid of Reddit and do, like, full-on discussion boards. Things were just better back agree. then. Yeah. Yeah, because you would get booted the second you were rude or too out of line, you know, things like that. And then you'd make another profile and hop right back on. <laughs> Shannon's like, I played the game. <laughs> now I'm kitty kitty lick lick 309. <laughs> and no one has to know. But yeah, I think people, if you haven't watched Vampire Diaries, give it a shot. It's a yeah. great drama and would you recommend i if anyone's only had one season to watch i would say do it when Catherine gets involved i would say season two mm -hmm. season two or season three yeah and by the way what did your dad did your dad watch it until the end uh i don't know if he watched it all the way till the end um my dad's so funny he watches like teen mom sometimes too um but he was very into it for a while okay but then I think he he lost interest because it came too much of a teen drama. I'm like, it was always a teen drama, Dad. <laughs> They're in high school. <laughs> I know. It's on CW on Thursday night at 8. It's a, it's a fucking teen drama. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. All right. Well, we will just have to keep our eyes peeled for um, if Nina and Sean White get married, mm -hmm. which I could certainly see that happening yeah. sometime soon and you and I should try to go to one of these bourbon events. I would and love wait, it. Kelly, you know what we should do? We should both show up wearing a fedora. Oh, my God. 
I barely look good in a baseball hat. I cannot imagine how traumatizing it would be for me to see myself in a fedora. Then how about this? I'll dress up in a fedora. Okay. And like you dress up as like Nikki Reed and we'll walk in and just like act normal. But I have to be Evie Zamora from 13. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be like, hi, welcome to the event. And we'll be like, no, we're cosplaying. (laughs) I am trying to think if there's anything else I can think of with the cast drama, but I don't think there is. I know... Candice Acola was married to the guitarist from The Fray, and they just got divorced. Oh, anything about um, Jeremy? Jeremy? The little brother? Stephen R. McQueen. I know he dated a model for a long time and allegedly cheated on her. <gasps> Danielle Campbell. Well, she was, in, um, she was in the originals, but she dated Louis Tomlinson for a while. Oh, and the originals was a spinoff, Yeah, right, a spinoff. Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm. Great. That's all I got. That's all I got. I you, Kelly, you more than delivered. <laughs> you were really holding up. You were shouldering a lot of the burden for this ha- one. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for hopping on. Thanks for having me. And this was fun. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will see you next week for another episode on the all right there we go thank you for hanging out with me if you are a patreon member thanks for uh being a patreon member what can i say i'm so happy to have you and if you're not a patreon member come on over there and join us patreon.com slash fluently forward for more fun episodes like this and i will see you guys either on friday for an episode uh if you subscribe or i will see you on monday wednesday next week for another one hope you guys are having a great week talk soon bye